and just my journey from mm-hmm. Jamaica to the States. And then once I got here, just trying to adjust to the weather, because obviously in Jamaica, it's always hot, yeah. you know. And so coming to a country where it's cold and different climate, you know, different temperature. But over the years, you know, I've worked for a couple of different company, And when you work for a different company, you meet different people. Mm-hmm. Um, you get to know them. They tell your story and, and stuff like that. And then I start reading, you know. Um, I read a lot, whether by um, Audible. Uh, right. Or, you know, paperback. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you know, if I'm on the road, I'm driving, I want to listen to something positive, uplifting. So yeah. I start listening to all these different books and then hearing other people's story. And I, one day I'm like, you know what? I need to write my own book, you know, tell my own story. Right, right, and Trying right. to figure a way to actually tell other people's story without mentioning their name. You know what I mean? Because right, certain things right. you want to keep personal or private, but at the same time, too, you want other people to know, like, you know what? There's other people out there that are struggling with the same thing, and they're trying to keep their head above water. And then what actually helped me to give me that push, uh, for the past 10-plus years, I've been a mentor at the House of Correction, one of the sheriff department, where I go in and I mentor um, inmates. These are guys who, who commit um, offenses, crime, and they're trying to actually uh, straighten their life out to come back in the community. So I go in there trying to figure out how can we help them mm-hmm. to be a much better person in, in society and stuff like that. So... It's been a journey. It took me over two years to actually, um, with the writing process and get it edited and published and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. uh, by grace of God, I was able to get it done and I got it out and just start, you know, selling it to, you know, family and friends. And then the word just started to spread all over the place. And then people are like, wow, I heard you wrote a book. I want to get a copy. And mm-hmm. then they start reading the book and then they get excited and stuff like that. So, um, it's been good so far. So far, it's again. Ah, beautiful. Now, um, of course, indeed, you are my cousin. You're my uncle's child, and um, I, I'm I'm absolutely proud of you. Now, you know, as I was talking earlier about some folks, you know, are going through difficult times. In uh, we find in in this last couple of years, where where um, self, you know, love is is has lost its place, and persons are committing suicide and. And, and all that. So how 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 are you you know came up with the t- with the, um the title, you know keeping your head above water and 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 what make you you know uh, wanted to share that and talk about you know um what's our, what are the foundation of of, of self love and 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 self value as as we're living in today's world. Talk to us. So I, I think that's kind of like one of the things that actually get pushed aside is you know self love and. I, the book has a spiritual theme mm-hmm. behind the, the foundation of the book. And so the first chapter will talk about, you know, self-love. Obviously, I reference Corinthians um, chapter 13, where it talks about, you know, all the, the, the attitude of what love is. And I felt like there's no better way to actually start it off where, you know, describe that love is patient, love is kind, love mm-hmm. is not envy, right. love is not boast. Wow. And it goes and it just lists all these um the description of what love is mm-hmm. and you know god's like you know love me with all your heart mind and soul and then love your neighbor as yourself so i feel like in order for us to love other people we first got to love ourselves and a lot of people really don't know how to do that and <laughs> and a great example is like if you're on an airplane and then it said the oxygen mask is mm-hmm. gonna fall down you have to put yours on first right before you can help someone else so <laughs> the, whole yeah. <laughs> yes. the whole idea is just like you have to first find a way to to really love yourself and 
Like a lot of people are quick to help other people, but not really taking the time out to say, okay, how can I really give back to myself? What a time do I, especially someone with a family, you know, you're always mm-hmm. busy, you're working crazy hours, and you have no time for yourself. Time wow. Work. Yeah. Just, you know, either go for a walk, go to the movie, or go for a massage, whatever it is, but you're giving back to yourself because after a while, you know, you get depleted, and, and mm-hmm. a lot of people mm-hmm. go crazy, just mental. The, the burden that they have, and mm-hmm. it's hard to really function in the, the way you're supposed to. And so, I, I for me, myself, that's mm-hmm. the only thing that I've done, because I'm always doing all these different things, which mm-hmm. in terms of work, and I'm mentoring, I'm talking to this, you know, this group of people and everything like that, but there are times when I, I just take a step back and I say, you know what, I need to focus on, on me for right now before I can go and then give to someone else. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's a there's a there's a part of the book uh, um, on page fourteen that I read. It says, "Create and maintain a firm foundation." What do you mean by that? Um, I I have it here, but I want to get your take on that because you know, um, uh, a foundation is 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 absolutely important. You know, most people when when you, you can't build a house starting from the top. You have to have the foundation first. If you start from the top, I don't know how that's going to work. But talk to us about, you know, um, the idea of um, create. Well, how do you? How does one create and maintain a firm foundation in today's life that we're going through with so many depression, stresses, and 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 low self-esteem? Talk to us about that. So I, I think that's like one of the key components of who the individual is, and. Creating that firm foundation, I actually reference the story told by Jesus with the, the he made that comparison between one person who build their foundation on a rock versus someone who build their foundation on sand. Mm-hmm. And as we go out through life, we're always going to have the storm of life. And so different things, different challenges going to come our way. But if our foundation is not strong and secure and it's built upon the foundation of Christ, then it's not going to stand. You know, and mm-hmm. I think we see that with a lot of people when they go through uh, challenges, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. we can see the final outcome, like, wow, that person's foundation wasn't strong enough because they're not able to withstand whatever storm of life that comes their way. And so for me, it's important for me to, to build that foundation that I have on God because yeah. I go wow. through a lot of different challenges. I love that. And so God, I know that, you know, despite every everything else, you know, People come and go, but the one thing that's always a constant is God. He always has my back. Uh, he's someone that I can rely upon. And wow. so that's that's why I talk about create that foundation that's built on the solid rock, mm-hmm. which is Christ. And I think that's the same principle that I teach in my mentorship, because a lot of these guys, now they get opportunity to rebuild their life all over again. And so why not start and building it on a solid foundation, which isn't going to crumble. You know, it's always going to mm-hmm. be there. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's it, you know, you you really touch my heart when you say that because the foundation of one's life must be rooted and grounded in in the Word of God and also in God because, you know, you, you can't go through life just you know uh, haphazardly. We all have to have a foundation. You know, some of us come from poor beginning, uh, and and some of us grew up in 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 wealthy situation. Not all of us have that privilege, but one of the things that I I, I one thing that I want to ask you. Um, as we're living in a me too world where, where, where persons are, are thinking about me, they want to, you know, um, impress somebody else. There's a, there's a part that says uh, we should watch our words. Why is it important for us to watch the words 
that we speak, um, even to others and ourselves. Talk to us about that part in the book. Um, I think words are powerful. You know, mm -hmm. you can use, your words can um, go out to earth, to, to aid and all these other things, but your words can also love and build up the other person. And um, I know a lot of people have made mistakes in the past. They've said things that they probably shouldn't have. And as the, the saying goes, like, word is like toothpaste. Once you get it out of the <laughs> tube, you can't really get it back in. But like one that. thing you can do is, uh -huh. you know, just like if I said something that offends you, let me take the time out to actually figure a way how can we reconcile and, and, and um, put aside our differences and trying to build that unity between um, us, you know, in terms of relationship-wise. And, and I think with the, the Me Too movement, you know, you can see how easily it is for someone to say something and destroy your life, regardless mm. if it's right or not. Yeah, so yeah. I think your words is very powerful. And, and most of the time, too, it's like you can tell someone how much you love them, but also when you show them through action, not just your words, yeah. that make a mm. tremendous amount of difference because they're always going to remember you because of that. It's how you said it, it's the emotion behind what you said. Because I strongly believe that sincere thinking and plain speaking will get any message across to the people. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, we're, uh, it's now 20 minutes now before we get to 1 o'clock. We're talking to uh, Mr. Andre Tyson, uh, happens to be our guest in the guest room, and he's my cousin. Uh, he's the, uh, uh, the son of my uncle, and he's a writer of the book entitled Keeping Your Head Above Water. So if you're just joining us, I want to welcome you. And there is a part in the book that I just I, I, I stumbled on last night, and I was a little tired, but I was reading some of it. It says family. You know, um, family is so important. It says the family unit is one of the most important gift that can ever be given to anyone. And and as you look uh, today, um, you know, I was saying it to my sister the other day. I was saying it to her that, you know, we're so we're in America. We're family. All of us, you know, we have different families in near and far. We're so we're so close, but yet so far. Why do you think that is, Andre? Is it because of the busy lifestyles of persons and we don't get together until somebody dies? Uh, what is your take on that and, and how would you uh, view that in, in that perspective? I think um, that's a great question. I think family, like I mentioned, is one of the most important gifts that can be given because Without the family unit, it's, that's that's our community, that's civilization, that's how you know generation come, generation go. And I feel like once the, the the family structure is actually broken down, then I feel like that that's the part of where society start to fall apart. So it's important to actually maintain and, and sustain a strong family value. And I know we get busy with our jobs and everything like that, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and just like. Everything else that's important, we have to make time to spend that with your family. And I feel like Amen. we consciously decide, like, you know what, if we get together once a week, not just on Easter or Christmas, but if we get together once a week, um, maybe on Sunday, because it looks like Sunday is kind of like a day where we're not really working, we're not that busy, mm -hmm. we go to church, but do we use that too to say, okay, you know what, let's just cook a meal and we all get together and just to kind of like, you know, but, you know, that was always a tradition back home. Um, yes, I, yes. I always say that, you know, um, we don't have to have a dinner during the week. 
Um, but come right. Sunday, I believe the family should get together, sit at a table and have a solid meal and talk about the week and the day that we had, um, the days that we had, you know, lining up to the weekend. And, and that is so important. And, you know, each time I, I, I uh, officiate a funeral, I often tell uh, the, the, the bereaved family, I said, you know, don't wait until somebody else dies before you reach out and say, hey, how are you doing? You know, what's going on? You know, create a family chat. You know, because it is so important so that we can stick and stay and have that, you know, great conversation with each other because God instituted the family. And that's why Satan is working his ever best to destroy the family. Yeah, true. And, you know, it's funny that you said that is that there's a, there's a show on, uh, I think it's NBC or ABC called um, Blue Blood. Yeah. And mm -hmm. what they usually yes. do every, yeah, they get together as a family, and even though everyone work and everything like that, they come together and say, hey, how's your day going? How's your week been? And then they're able to just talk about whatever the challenge is, you know, whether it's relationship or whatever, mm -hmm. but they keep it brief. They don't really go and then spill the entire bean, but it's for them to stay connected to the show, like, hey, we still love you. We still care about you. You're part of the family. Mm -hmm. We want to basically have this relationship going. Yeah, it's it's you know I'm telling you, uh, you know tell tell folks where they can uh, get a copy of this book because I'm telling you it's an excellent read. It's you know um, it's it's a book that will uplift you and 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 really change your life because a lot of folks need to to have that um, you know significant change. So where can they get a copy of this book if they need to purchase it online? So there's two places that you can actually get a copy. The first place that you can get a copy is on Amazon.com. Mm -hmm. And the second place is at um, Paper Street Media. And that, that, the second one is my self-publishing. So Amazon, that's where everybody shops. Mm -hmm. I figure I'll just make it available there. And then also Silver Street Media, that's where you can go and get it. Um, the other thing I wanted to say was that this book is also a copy of my podcast because I know a lot of people listen to stuff online, but most of the time they can't remember. Mm -hmm. But if you have a paperback format, you're always going to have it with you, you know. And so you can never worry about, you know, if you didn't pay your subscription fee, you're going to lose everything that you have online. Now mm -hmm. you have a copy with you, so you can always go back. Like I have a friend of mine says, I always go back to it. There's a couple of chapters I read and reread yeah. because it, it basically it touched me when I read it. And not only that, is the fact that it's short. You're not sitting there all day and going, man, this book is so big. When am I ever going to get through to it? <laughs> I, I just yeah. cut. No, it's like, yeah, because I've, re I've read books before. I'm just like, man, this thing is boring. I'm never going to finish this. But it's short, straight to the point, no beat around the bush. And that's what I want my listeners to know. Like, when you buy this book, mm. it, you know, it's easy to read, but also the information that's in it is definitely going to connect with it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you know, and, uh, you know, I, I was reading just a while ago, chapter three uh, of this book, chapter three, uh, it talks about relationships. And I just want to read something for the listeners here. It says, your relationship uh, is determined by the friends who you keep and the people you uh, associate yourselves with. You know, it is so true because, you know, I, I often say here on the radio that, you know, people, you know, you have to you know, be careful of those who you let into your circle. Because, you know, I, I, I met I met some folks the other day. Um, I met this young lady at a concert I was emceeing. Um, and I know she's probably listening, but I, I was just minding my business. And this lady was just a, you know, um, a happy-go-lucky person who is very friendly and open. 
And we we start getting the talking, and I can tell you that you know uh, she's now one of my good, 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 good friend, and she introduced me to her family. And I just find that these people are just all about, you know, fun and laughing at themselves and having a good time. Don't take themselves serious. Why is it important to have, uh, you know, people with good character and, and not the persons who only want to take you for all you got in your circle? And, and why did you, um, you know, wrote this particular part of the book so uh, persons can, you know, get an understanding of what you're saying? Talk to us. Yeah, and, and just as you referenced that particular um, question there, it also says, you know, bird of a feather, they flock together. Mm -hmm. You know, and mm -hmm. so your your relationships determine who you are because the people in your circle, depend on everybody else, you know, depending on what they're doing, you're also going to do the same thing. So if you surround yourself with people who bring out the best in you, people who are excited to see you, people um, <laughs> who motivate you, encourage you to want to strive to be the best that you can be. Yeah. And that's the kind of people you want to be around. But if you're, if you're hanging around people who are always um, complaining, always, you know, stressed out, and there's always some situation they're always upset about, then mm -hmm. obviously next thing you know, you're saying the same thing, you're doing the same thing, and wow. then without yeah. even knowing it. It rubs off on you, in other words. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, there, there, exactly. there's, a, there's a clip I saw on, um, on YouTube recently. Um, a gentleman was receiving an award, and he says, you, there are three things you need to do. And, but the one thing that stuck out to me was, you know, he says, um, you know, uh, surround yourselves, yourselves with people who, when you come into the room, they, their faces mm -hmm. lights up. Those yeah. are the people, you know, you wanted. You can have friends for 25 years and they talk good about you in front of you. But behind you, it's a whole different kettle of fish. They're actually destroying your, your character and your reputation um, because they, they want to feel important. Why do why, why you think people do that? Is it self-gratification, do you think? Um, I wouldn't say self-gratification. One of the things that I also noticed, too, is it could be jealousy. You know, some people are jealous of what you are, who you are, the mm -hmm. things that you're doing. And so the fact that you reach certain status in life or certain things that you have and they don't have it, so mm -hmm. instead of them being happy and, and um, they're trying to encourage you, they're figuring, like, you know what, I don't like what this person has, so they'll try and find ways to mm -hmm. <laughs> do all those negative stuff to actually bring the other person down. But sometimes right. that's why you have to be careful with your circle of friends because that way you know, like, okay, is this person going to speak well of me when I'm not around? I mean, sometimes it's hard to know that unless you have, like, a recording device and say, okay, let me step out of the room. Let's see what these people are going to say when, when um, I'm not around behind my back, you know? So mm -hmm. it's always like you're taking a chance. You don't know, but your true friend is the one that's going to stick up for you. I have friends that stuck up for me uh, when I didn't even know that they were going to do that. Uh, I'll tell you a quick situation where... Uh, when I was working at the hospital, I, I, I was in a situation where mm -hmm. a co-worker um, accused me of doing something wrong. Mm -hmm. But then I have another co-worker that she stuck up for me, man, and that was my friend. And she went down to my boss after this person went and gave a different account of what happened. Mm -hmm. And then my friend went down and said, nope, that's not what happened. I was there. I saw the whole thing. This is what Andre did. And she had my back without me knowing that she had my back because I wasn't I didn't even know that she was there, but she was there, and she went down, and she said, and my boss is like, you don't have to worry about it because this other person stuck up for you, you know? And yeah. to this day, I'm still in touch with this person. Wow. You know, there, there, there's so many good, good chapters in this book that is 
really, I, as I browsed through them, I said I have to, you know, spend some time to, to really read the book to get the full uh, knowledge of the book and and understanding, you know, what you have written, so that others can, um, you know, can uh, can grasp it also. And I and I tell you, ladies and gentlemen. It's a good read. Um, I've read a couple chapters and I'm still, I was telling a friend of mine about the book and, and she was saying, well, may, may I forget a copy for you too? So I say, yes, I'll find <laughs> out where you can get a copy. All right. Because, you know, we have to learn and start reading. And that's one of the things I tell myself that I'm going to, because I get a lot of books and people will come on the program and they want to promote their books and I'll read uh, the book. And, and, and then after I read some of it, I put it down. And that's the end of that, you know. And as you said, your friend, you know, he went and he read the you know, chapters and go back and read the same chapter again, so he can have a double understanding of what you what the writer is saying to us. It's just like you watch a movie, and you will not understand the movie until you actually watch it again. You're gonna be like, wow, that's what that was about. And so, yeah, you know, yeah. I, 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 and so, you know, it is important, you know. Um, to, 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 to read, ladies and gentlemen. And as I said, we're talking to Mr. Andre Tyson. He is my cousin, of course. He's uh, up there in Massachusetts. A young man that came from Jamaica uh, back in the day and, and of course, um, has gone through, you know, many, many different trials in his life. But here he is today putting everything that he has a uh, knowledge of in his in his uh, young day <laughs> to, to let you know that, hey, you can, you can, you can keep your head above water if you do that, you won't drown, in simple terms. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, it's funny, too. It's like um, as we go through this life, you know, mm -hmm. and I said this ocean of life, you know, we're always going to have all these things that we feel like it's pulling us down. And so as we navigate um, to all these troubled water, we have to figure out, okay, what are, what's pulling us down, you know? And so yeah. we have to stop and then take inventory, okay? Is the relationship, is it toxic? You know, mm -hmm, maybe that's mm -hmm, going to go. Mm -hmm, How about mm -hmm. our job? Is the job not really letting me actually make the kind of money I need to? Is it really equipping me to, to be all that I can be? And is there another opportunity elsewhere mm -hmm. that it's time for me to get that go? So right. get all these things. And, and then also wrote in a time where we had the pandemic. And so a lot of business owners were trying to keep their head above water. And so a lot of business got closed because... You know, the storms of life was so rough that yeah. they couldn't weather out the storm because they didn't expect it. And that was like one of the surprises. Yeah. So when yeah. I talked to like business owner who had a copy and, and the lady's like, I can totally relate to what was happening because my my business was so affected by the pandemic, by COVID. Mm, mm. kept the door open you know yeah. so I was barely trying to keep my head above water <laughs> <laughs> I know I know and and you know and, and that is so true because now you have Amazon and other uh, big companies that are going to start laying off people again because uh, for whatever reason but you know it's we're in a struggle my um, a member of my family our family called in Jamaica was um, going through you know some difficult times and, and, and everything is about money and, and that's what they're crying out for money and I had to encourage her that, you know, faith is the substance of things hoped for, but the evidence of things not yet seen. You know, I, I, as we talk about friendship and family, when, when, when you find that one person who God has placed in your life to be your ride or die, so to speak, you know, um, you, can, you can rest assured to know that, hey, this person is going to be in your, is going to be in your corner. You may know someone for 25 years and they're not, and, and you thought they were in your corner, but they're not, you know? And, and how do you, how do you, how do you wrap your head around that one, Andre? 
<laughs> it's a challenge, but just like everything else, that's good. You know, you have to maintain it. You have to go after it. You have to work at it. You know, I think one of the the friend that I have in my life was one of my coworkers, mm -hmm. and I referenced him in the the first introduction part was Kyle Thibodeau, who motivated me, encouraged me to actually keep going because there were times when I wanted to just give up on writing this book because of all the different challenges that mm -hmm, I met, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. and so a different company that wanted X amount of money to publish the book. No. And so I told him, I'm like, dude, I don't think this is going to work out. You know, so I <laughs> you, think you were about to quit. Goes, yeah, I was, was a few times, you know, he goes, dude, I mean, he's like, you started, you got to finish it. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, but it's hard. Even the, the guy that I was working with who actually um, designed the cover for me, mm -hmm. he went on to do something else. Wow. And so, Right there, I was, I was a little bit depressed because I'm like, this guy's supposed to be helping me, and now he's mm -hmm. gone, and I couldn't get a hold of him. Right, So right, right. I, I needed motivation. So mm -hmm. I listened to Les Brown, you know, T.D. Jakes, yeah. Joe Bonstein, you know, mm -hmm. just to get motivated back, just to keep that fire going. and say, okay, you know what? I need to keep, keep writing. And so every day I get home from work, I just write a chapter and just keep going, right. no way at it. And yeah. eventually, I basically got it done. Yeah, perseverance. So, perseverance is is uh, one of the greatest thing that we can have. You know, when you persevere, I was telling. You know, I was sharing the story of the man who was about to hang himself because he thought that life has dealt him a bad hand, and he had one banana, and he went up into a tree, and you know the story, and he yep. he ate the banana and threw the skin to the ground, and the man beneath him had the skin. And so he came down from the tree and he shook the man's hand and tell him thanks because he was about to hang himself. But you, right. he was the, um, the persevering strength that he needed to motivate him to say that, hey, my situation is worse than yours, man, because I'm eating the skin. You're having the banana, you know. And so before, before I let you go, uh, my cousin, I want you to, I know there's a lot of folks out there who are going through difficult times. And as a writer, and not speaking from a writer perspective, but from just a human standpoint as a Christian brother, you know, what would you say to uh, the listeners out there who who maybe dealt a bad hand and they're they're struggling and they don't know where to turn and and seemingly they think God is an absentee God and they just want to give up? Um, what do you say to those persons? You take a two minutes and do that for me. All right, um, I think that's like one of the most challenging thing. Um, anyone can go through. Um, I, I just share a quick story. There was a guy who went to the barber shop, and my barber had two copies of the book, one for himself and one out. And this customer started reading the book, and whatever he was going through, he was willing to pay whatever the price was because he wanted it. So whatever he was going through at that particular time, the book helped him to help him to understand the situation. So I felt like at times when we're going through, I call it troubled water, where we feel like there's no hope at all, you know, we have to turn to God. We have to try to keep our head above water because there are times when he seems so distant, but then yet he's so close by. And so we just have to just have that faith, just keep moving forward because uh, God is right there saying that you can do it. Just one step more. Yeah. Well, listen, man, I thank you so much. And again, uh, the book is available on uh, Amazon.com. Uh, you can get it on Amazon. Um, what is the cost of the... A copy of the book, if you don't mind. So the cost is twelve ninety twelve ninety nine for shipping on Amazon, and it's the same price on um, SilverStreetMedia.com. And I just want to, before we go, thank mm -hmm. all my listeners, all the people that support me. I appreciate every single one of them because without them, 
I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. So thank you. And thank you to you to reaching out to me to give yeah. me the opportunity to come on and just to um, share my story and just to talk about the book. So I appreciate you. Absolutely. We'll be we'll be promoting the book um, for the next couple of weeks or so. Just to remind folks that they can go out. The book is entitled Keep Your Head Above Water. It's a good read, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm not, I'm not saying that because he's my family. I've read the book and um, uh, just the the um, the story of your arrival here is what simply, you know, got me. Um, I was like, wow, we we almost have the same story. We, most people who travel to the United States have that story as well of, you know, their triumph and their um, their valley experience coming to this country. And you have painted a beautiful picture of this book and and I and I'm going to continue to read it and then my friend wanted to borrow it. I said no, you're going to buy one. <laughs> All right, so um uh, my 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 cousin, I thank you so much for being the guest this afternoon in the guest room and uh I I trust that you'll continue to uh do the best that you can and when the next one is ready to to come out, we'll 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 know and you'll let us know and we'll continue to uh work together. I thank you so much for being the guest this afternoon in the guest room. Anything else you want to say before you go? Um, no, I just want to say thank you to all the listeners who are listening. I also have um, a second book that's a follow-up to this one that's also on Amazon, uh, and that one is Standing on the Three Pillars of Health when you feel like you have the world on your shoulder. So, wow. wow. Um, I look forward to, um, you know, the next invite, you know, yes. to have me on, and we can talk about that one too. Absolutely. But, we, we'll definitely have you on again uh, in the in the very, very near future uh, to okay. talk about what you're doing and and you know, um, what you what the Lord would have you to do. So thanks again, and have a great day, brother. Hey, you too. Thank you. Appreciate right. it. Bye-bye now. Absolutely, ladies and gentlemen, of course, it's, um, it's another beautiful day today in the Big Apple. The book is entitled Keep Your Head Above Water, right? If you're drowning... Hey, you can you can you can definitely um, get a, a copy of the book. This is what it looks like for those of you on GL365 and you're watching me right now. Pick up a copy today. It's um, $12.99, as he said. It's the paperback. And um, it's, it's a good read, you know. Um, it has about, uh, let's see, and you have notes here, 67 pages and uh, different chapters of, you know, relationships and friendship. We need that. We need to know that, all right? So I'm going to take a break. And we're going to come back in just a moment. So keep it right here, folks. The program is brought to you all courtesy of our friends at Cooler uh, Runnings Jamaican Restaurant. They're located at 1802 Nerid Avenue in the Bronx. Cooler Runnings Restaurant, simply the best Jamaican food. Stand by. We're going to come back in a moment. You are hungry. Come to Cooler Runnings Restaurant. Located at 1802 Nerid Avenue, corner of Wickham Avenue in the Bronx. We specialize in the best Jamaican and American cuisine, serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We are open 24 hours, 7 days a week. We offer free in-house delivery, minimum $20 purchase. And we also have Uber Eats. We do barbecue Thursdays, fish fry Fridays, and seafood Saturdays. For more information, give us a call for our address and menu. 718-324-7484 Once again, that's uh, 718-324-7484 Cooler Runnings Restaurant Simply the best Jamaican food 
Introducing Juma Collections, a brand new apparel and clothing company. We create a unique and elegant lifestyle for everyone. Featuring our custom crafted design, bow ties, neckties, shawls, ponchos, capes, scarves. We have casual and formal vest for both men and women. See our full line of seasonal apparel. We also feature a full line of reflective gear. Please visit us at our website, jumacollections.com and signed up for our mailing list. We're also on Instagram at juma.collections. Feel free to give us a call at 646-319-6526. Once again, that's 646-319-6526. Juma Collection, where you look and feel your best. And remember, all eyes will be on you. Flaming Wack Jamaican Chinese Restaurant is located at 839 Burke Avenue in the Bronx. We specialize in authentic Jamaican Chinese and American dishes. Come and check out our seafood platters starting at $10.99. Our daily lunch menu of $9.99, steak and shrimp lo mein, shrimp chow mein, and so much more. We are open for business on Tuesday and Wednesdays from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, we're open at 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. We're also available for catering for all occasions. For more information and a copy of our menu, you can give us a call at 347-202-7648. Once again, that's 347-202-7648. You can also check us out on Instagram. We're also available for Uber Eats, DoorDash, and Grubhub. At Flamin' Walk Restaurant, we are number one for Jamaican Chinese dishes. Hey, it's Lady D, and you're listening to the Gospel Morning Showcase with Minister Patrick Thompson. Thank you very much, Lady D. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Let me say good afternoon to the listeners out there. Folks, we're going to be talking to Brother Rodney soon, my good friend from uh, Juma Collection. It's a brand new apparel company uh, where you can uh, get um, clothing. All right, so please give um, uh, check out Juma Collection. That's J U L M A Juma Connection, and uh, they're located right here in New York City. And um, it's a black-owned company. I'm all about supporting black-owned businesses. Let me see. Good afternoon to you, uh, DJ Positive. Good afternoon to you, and of course, also want to say good afternoon. Good afternoon to, um, of course, uh, our friends at uh, Unity with Love ninety-seven point three FM. Perpetual Praise 101 Radio, of course, indeed, uh, Truth of Gospel. Good afternoon to you once again. Say good afternoon, good afternoon to you, uh, Easy George. Good afternoon to you, sir. Uh, Miss Kellerman, good afternoon to you, darling. 
and Sister Ashley, uh, good afternoon to you. Bola Azi again, welcome to you, sir. I know you're listening, but uh, seemingly you're, you know, just holding it down. I, I want to say thanks for that. Of course, my brother, as long as you're tuning and listening, I want to say thanks again to you. Eh? I tell you, the book is entitled Keeping Your Head Above Water, and it's available on Amazon. Indeed, that is Mr. Andre Tyson. All right, so let me go talk to Brother Rodney. Indeed, from our, our, our friends over there at uh, Juma Collection, that's J-U-L-M-A Collections. Um, it's a, it's an apparel company, and they're uh, also a part of the program. And my good friend, indeed, Brother Rodney, who is the CEO and founder of uh, Juma Collection. Good afternoon to you, Brother Rodney. Happy New Year to you, my friend. Good afternoon, bro, and Happy New Year to you as well. What's going on? I, I'm here, man. I'm here. How you doing? How you doing? Welcome to my podcast. My name is Andre Tyson. This is a copy of the recording that I did in New York City promoting my book that was out, Keeping Your Head Above Water. Um, I had no clue what question would, they were going to ask me, but all the questions were pertained to everything that I've written in the book. Um, it was a great experience for me. That was my first radio interview. I think it went well, and I hope um, all you guys um, will love it. I hope you guys appreciate it. And um, I look forward to being on more platform like that, uh, promoting not just this book, but all the different books that I, I, I would write uh, in the near future. And this also opportunity to get my name out there. And so that way, a lot of people don't have to worry about you know, spending ton of money on subscription and stuff like that, but you can actually get a copy of everything that's written. So hopefully you guys will enjoy it and I'll see you on the next episode.